Hello and welcome. This is Lewis Foyer. And welcome to my podcast, My Business is Your Business. We have over 30 episodes now available for your listening and your uh, hopefully for building the business you presently work at. There's all kinds of programs on sales and marketing, even selling to seniors. But you know, today's program is a little different. It's about selling products. You know, it's it's not as easy as everybody thinks. You know, many people think if you just put the product out in the store or you put a sign up, you're all ready to go. And it doesn't always work exactly that way. So this program is about the strategies for selling products. And they are. They're many. They're diverse. And it often reflects on the audience you're dealing with. But let's not be fooled. Products don't sell themselves. They need someone to help sell them. And that's probably why you're listening today. So that you can play a part in building your revenues in your company. So let's begin and go over some of the key pointers to help you sell the products you have. I'm going to remind you. I hope you go back and listen to the program on upselling. It came right before this session. It, it kind of teaches you how to take a product and, and sell the add-ons to the product. And it's always a good addition to this program. But let's begin with number one. Make a list of all the features and the benefits of the products you're selling. Remember this. Because a product has a lot of buttons on it, you know, maybe your dishwasher, your washer, or clothes dryer is full of buttons doesn't mean everyone's going to use all the buttons. So a lot of features may not be the solution to getting the customer's attention. In fact, it may confuse some customers. But I think you need to know what they are. You need to know what they mean. And you need to know how they work. Someone's going to ask you, what is this button for? So make a list of the 5,000 features and then the benefits of having each and every one of those features. Put it in writing. You know, you may wanna put it next to the product you're selling. You may wanna train the staff on what's the difference between a feature and a benefit. You know, some people talk about the features, but they really uh, provide a little or no benefit. Number two, <clears throat> let's talk about the care of the product. How are you going to clean it? How are you going to store it? Uh, how are you going to test it to make sure it works? Are there parts of it that need periodic replacement, like batteries? What is going to be the care of your product? Do you really need to buy a new air conditioning for your home, or do you need to take better care of the one you have? Clean out the pipes and change the air filter. Make sure you know about the care of your product, because when you teach that to a customer, you know what you're doing? You're telling the customer ways that they can preserve the life of the product. Number three, preventative repairs. That's a section all to itself. Yes, Mr. Foyer, if you do X, Y, and Z, the threat of the product lasting a year, it could last two or three years. If you keep all the lights on, the bulbs are not going to last as long as we thought. <clears throat> and so we need to be really careful but we're gonna teach the preventative maintenance, which will ensure you not having a product that breaks down when you need it or not having a reason to return it. Number four, it's called add-ons. It's a little bit of the information of the upselling program. 
But if I sell you a product and maybe it's a chair, I could sell you a cushion for the chair. I may be able to sell you, yeah, I sell you a pizza, but I can make the pizza more exciting by telling you these 45 vegetables can sit on top of that pizza and make it an entire meal. I guess that's the difference. It's called add-ons. What can I sell you that goes with the chair? Maybe it's a cushion for your feet. Maybe it's a place to put your cup or even your remote control. Or maybe it's just a simple add-on which allows you to spray the fabric and keep it clean over a long period of time. It's a great time for your staff to sit around and say, what can we add to this product once we've already got the customer in our store? That makes a huge difference. Number five, let's talk about returns. <clears throat> you know, I think everybody who buys a product is concerned about what happens if the product no longer works. What is going to be the return policy? You know, maybe it's once you walk out of the store with this computer and bring it back, we're gonna to have to charge you a reshelving fee of $35. See, someone needs to take that product and put it back in the warehouse and there's gonna be a fee. So remember returns could be 30 days, 60 days, Maybe it's even 90 days. And how do I return it? Can I ship it back? Do I pay for that myself? Do you send me a special box to bring it back? How do I bring back the appliance to the local Home Depot or Lowe's? Can I just send it to you since I ordered it online? Get it in writing and make sure the customer understands exactly what the return policy is. You know, maybe it's, you know, after 60 days, sir, it's yours. I, I know, but it, it's about to break on day 58. Should I hurry in or can I call you and get an extension of the warranty? And six, let's talk about longevity. You know, I got to be honest with you, most furniture will not last you 20 or 30 years. You know, maybe this sofa is good for 10 or 12 years. Or I can tell you the computer you bought has about a seven year lifespan. You know, people wanna know what the longevity of the product is. People have even asked if I buy a certain food and I leave it out, how long could I leave it in the refrigerator without putting it in the freezer? Everything has a date on it, an expiration date for the milk and the butter that you bought in the store. <clears throat> There's longevity to everybody, including the people that are listening to the program today. So, Figure it out, be honest. When someone says to you, how long is this going to last? Start figuring out what is the longevity. Yeah, the average fixture and the bulbs are going to last X amount of hours. And of course it depends how often you use it. And then I can tell you how many days it's going to last. You know, if you go and you buy light bulbs, it's probably gonna give you the hourly length of the bulb you purchased. And you need to consider the longevity of the products you sell to customers. Yes, don't leave it out of the refrigerator for longer than two hours. You may wanna update your income tax information every two years as the rules change. Or maybe it's your will or your estate. Or maybe it's your battery in your car. It's 36 months. We do have to tell you that many of them will not leave and last that long. So longevity and product sales is an interesting factor. And it's certainly an honest way to deal with your customer. Number seven, 
is, is really important because it has a lot of fine print I often don't understand. It's that warranty. Well, sir, parts of the product are under warranty for three years, other parts for two, and other parts not at all. Some parts are just not covered by your warranty plan. It, it's not gonna be covered if you drop the cell phone, smash the computer, or have an accident by spilling coffee on your keyboard. Yeah, there are warranties you should read carefully. In fact, I'm gonna remind you where it is in the box. When you get the product home, read it, or better yet, read it before you purchase it. It's so important that the customer understands the warranty because a good number of the arguments with customers start when they return the product. It didn't last as long as I thought, and I thought this was under warranty. You know, a lot of people think something's under warranty because they want to believe it's so, but it's really not what they heard, and you need to clarify that at the point of the sale. And number eight for me, it's staff orientation. Orientate every single staff member on the new products that have come into your store. <clears throat> yeah, maybe it's a new deluxe pizza with a very strange name, or maybe it's a new motor for the car, or the dry cleaners offers a new service by not only cleaning your product, but sealing it for next winter. Education is key. Everybody wants to deal with an informed vendor. And as a customer, I wanna be impressed with what you know, the honesty of what you share, and even your passion for your product. But you can only be more passionate about your product if you understand what the product offers. You know, there's a way to really make this all easier. And so let me go back to those key points, which I call what to do in the beginning. When you take an order, go back over the list of items I just told you about. You know what? Make it easy for the customer. Say, look, I've got the order. I've explained to you the warranty. You understand the returns. And you know what? I've even helped you with the care of the product. And you know what? If you have an easy intake system, which is complete, which is comprehensive, which is easy to understand for the customer, you will have a better and happier customer and a beginning of a long-term relationship with this customer. You see, the ease of the order taking is what? It's a list of the 10 things you need to do with every order. So let me go back over those real quickly before we close. Features and benefits, care of the product, preventative repairs, add-ons that you may want to sell, policy about returns, the longevity of the product, information about the warranty, and for the success of your business, always add staff education. And before I close, let me remind you, the process of making a sale is only the beginning. It is setting the stage for making more sales for making sure when the customer leaves and someone says, where did you get this? And you say, well, I got it from Lewis Boyer and his store, but the best part about it, he explains everything related to the product, the good, the bad, and the ugly. You know, you wanna be recommended. And so the more product information you have, the better you're going to be because everyone I know wants to deal with an expert in the field. 
Gee, that lady really knew about those fryers. She really knew about those grills. She really knew about estate planning. She appeared to be an expert. You need to be an expert because the strategies for selling products are to brand yourself as the best in the industry. So yes, I can go in and buy a pizza, but the key is gonna be when someone says, do you want deep dish? Do you want not deep dish? We've got two different kinds of sauces. We've got options for you because I'm making a product sale in the best way I can. Know all the options, know all that's offered, and I can assure you, you will have created a customer for life, which is the goal. And the more you know about a product, the more impressive you're going to be. And finally, keep in mind, even if the customer does not buy from you, you're still setting the stage for a future sale. You're branding yourself as an expert. You're presenting yourself as someone people eventually will want to do business with. Yes, you may be showing me a sofa that I do not like today, but I certainly like your honesty in letting me know the good and the bad and the difficult parts of caring for that fabric. Because this is the message I'm going to take with me when I leave your store. So remember, go over these points again. Share this program with others on your staff. And set the stage for a product sale that will lead to even greater revenues in the future. Thanks for listening. And come back to My Business is Your Business and the more than 30 episodes available for training on your staff. This is Lewis Foyer, and thank you for coming.